sorry. I'm just trying to like get super pumped because this is literally take three of the damn Q&A that I was meant to be doing as a live stream on Instagram for you guys for the final day of the Empower Challenge. But as you guys would know, like every single live that I did would crash halfway through and wouldn't save um, anything that I recorded. So I've resorted to now um, just making a podcast episode out of all those questions that you guys sent me through. There's so many incredible questions that I wanted to um, share my responses to. So maybe this will be a good idea anyway, because I can go a bit more in depth with each of the questions that you guys sent in and really, really, really be able to um, respond to them as best as I possibly can for you. So as you guys would know, the uh, 14-day empowerment challenge has now come to an end. So I thought to wrap it all up, we would um, jump on and do a little Q&A session. We would talk about, you know, all of the different um, questions that you guys had based off the conversations we had across the 14 days and just dive deeper in and give you an opportunity to have your personal questions and struggles answered. So that's what we're going to do today. I hope you're ready for it. I have a full list of questions from you guys. I'm so excited to respond to them all. So get comfy, grab a nice uh, drink to sip on, have your pen and paper ready and settle in for what is going to be a fun little Q&A. Alrighty, so question number one was out of all the topics you touched on, which do you feel is most important? This one is hands down a super easy question to respond to um, because I highly, highly recommend if you backtrack and watch any of the episodes again, um, sorry, any of the live streams saved on my IGTV again, day two is definitely the most important one for you to go back to. Um, Day two is all about self-belief. And you guys know how I feel about self-belief. You know, it is absolutely crucial that you are constantly working on your self-belief you are building it up you are getting it to a place that is going to support your success because you will not be able to see through the goals and the things that you're setting out to achieve if your self-belief is not there if your confidence and conviction within yourself is lacking okay so self-belief is absolutely fundamental for whatever it is you're working towards Particularly if you're wanting to take massive action towards a goal, self-belief is everything. You really can't be taking action until you take um, the time to actually establish, build, and grow your self-belief further. So out of all the topics we touched on, I definitely think day two self-belief is the most important. The second question was, how do you keep determination in achieving your goals whilst not being able to fully execute them just yet? Now, I love this question because it um, is definitely something that I had to work through this year myself. Obviously, you guys know that I was um, doing my master's and I just was not aligned with that degree at all, but I was still working in the industry. It was a priority at that point. And of course, I was building my podcast and social media on the side of that. Um, So obviously, I was in a position where I had to make sure I stayed determined and focused towards achieving my dreams of building the podcast, building my coaching business and all of that, even though I wasn't fully able to be executing them at that time because I did have to prioritize my studies um, because I hadn't yet obviously made the decision to leave. 
So my advice for you is if, you know, you are in this position where, you know, you're lacking determination or focus towards your dreams because you're unable to fully execute them at this point in time for whatever reason it may be. Best advice I can give you is create a strong connection to your why. Okay, so why are you doing this? Why is it you have this dream? Why is it you have this goal? Why is it you are focused towards attaining it? Create such a strong emotional connection to your why that no matter what else is going on around you, no matter what progress or what lack of progress you are seeing, you're going to stay connected, focused, and determined towards achieving your goals, no matter what else comes your way. The second thing on that would be make your dreams bigger than yourself as well. I think a lot of people underestimate the power of this um, because it's easier to let yourself down than it is to let down someone else. That's just fact. Like it's easier to just let yourself down, forgive yourself, move on, forget about it, whatever. But if you were to do that to someone else, we would carry this extra guilt, you know, this this guilt of disappointing them and, and all of that. So make sure if you want to stay determined towards achieving your goals, you make them bigger than yourself. And when I say make them bigger than yourself, bring your family into it, bring your partner into it, bring the people you want to impact into it, you know, like, What sort of life do you want to create for yourself and your future children? What do you want to be able to provide them with? You know, make your goal bigger than just yourself. So it gives you extra drive to work towards it. For me, what I find is um, thinking about like my future life, what I want to be able to um, live, what I want to be able to bring to my family, to my kids, do for my sister or my parents, you know, like all of these things, as well as I make my goal a lot about you guys a lot about what I want to help you guys with, what I want to help you guys overcome and achieve. And and then that forces me to show up even in the moments when I'm feeling a lack of focus or determination because I'm like, well, if I don't show up, I'm letting you guys down, right? So make your dreams bigger than yourself and that's going to really, really help you um, be able to stay on track towards them. And then the third tip I would give you on that point is Make sure your dreams are connected to your passions or even a greater purpose. You know, when we have other responsibilities in life, other priorities in life, it's easy to um, drop things that are consuming energy and, and let them slip by. But if your dreams, your greater dreams, your greater mission is connected to something you're passionate about or connected to your greater purpose, you're just going to constantly find this drive to um, want to be present for it, to want to show up for it, to want to work towards it. Because when we're doing what we love as well, it doesn't really feel like work. It just comes with ease. So that's definitely another um, tip for if you know, you're know you struggling to stay determined towards achieving your dreams when you're not quite fully able to execute them. Just make sure your dreams are connected to your passions or your greater purpose. And then I promise you, you will find a way. So the next question that was sent in is, how do you balance between off days and working days when you were the one setting your schedule? This question was a great one. It really depends. I've got two responses I want to share with you for this one. First things first is right now I have zero balance between my off days and my working days. Um, I'm just in this season of hustle right now. I'm in this place of just absolute go, 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 um, focus on my goal. Every waking second I have spare, spend it on my goals, spend it on working towards progress, like all of this. Like, you know, I'm just in this place right now because of the transition, the shift that I'm making within my life. Like obviously leaving my um, current job 
to pursue my coaching and my podcasting full time, um, I need to be using this time to the maximum to really set myself up ready for the new year. So right now I'm just in this season where I don't have any balance between days off and working days. However, um, like say for example, you're in the same place that I'm in at the moment because I know a lot of us um, workaholics can really fall into this, this state of being. If you are in this place, um, what I want you to do is listen to your body, okay? Listen to your body and give yourself the rest when you need it because if you're just constantly go, 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 nonstop, nonstop, keep on grinding, you're going to burn out if you're ignoring the signs that your body's giving you. So that's what I do is to get that sort of, um, it's not really balanced, but to give myself that rest. I will actually listen to my body if I'm feeling exhausted or I feel like I need to catch up on sleep, I'll, I'll have a slow day. You know, I'll slow down, I'll step back, I'll do what I need to do to revive because if you don't get the rest you need, you're not gonna show up as your best self and you're not going to be able to perform to the best of your abilities. So that was the first point. But if you're someone who isn't in that state of just chaos <laughs> and constant hustle and you actually want to intentionally create a balance between your off days and your working days, then I've got um, a different piece of advice for you. And that is um, to create a good balance between the both of them. You need to just time manage well. Okay. And when I say time manage well, I'm going to put so much emphasis on this guys. Set yourself boundaries. Okay. Set yourself boundaries because the way that you're going to create that balance between off and on time is having clear set Mark is for, okay, this is when I start, this is when I finish working. Now, this is when I get to start relaxing or spending time with my loved ones or doing something I enjoy or going to the gym, like whatever it may be. Set your boundaries and really, really commit to them. I think this is so important. Set your times for work. Set your times to switch off. Schedule it in at the start of the week. Like literally plan your week out and be like, okay, well, if I'm creating my own schedule, this is what I have to do. This is when I'm going to do it, okay? And then commit to it. But it's so important that you actually do schedule off time because otherwise, like, guys, you will never stop working. You will never stop working. There's always more that can be done. Um, no matter how big or how small of a goal you're working towards, there's always something more you can be doing. So just make sure that you are scheduling time for you to switch off and you're committing to that. It's just so important that you are aware of that, you do create clear boundaries and you commit to them, okay? Committing to them is the biggest thing. So what I would do is if, if I were you and you're wanting to create a balance between off days and working days is figure out, okay, which what days are you most productive or what times of the days are you most productive and utilize these for your productivity, what it is you need to get done, like the hustle time, the sort of masculine time and then then set the time for you to like you know chill out and and socialize and and go to the beach or do something that you're going to really allow your soul to just rejuvenate through doing so i hope that answers your question for you um really just set boundaries and time manage yourself well like schedule in working time schedule in resting time and commit to that Alrighty, I just need to have a quick sip of water because my mouth is dry and then I'll move on to the next question. Okay, we back, we back and we are hydrated. Have a sip of water, guys. If you're in Australia, don't forget to be drinking water. It is absolutely scorching here at the moment. Um, so make sure you're staying hydrated wherever you are. 
Now, the next question sent in was, have you ever struggled with feeling unproductive on off days? What did you do to overcome it? Simple answer, yes. Yes, I have. I definitely struggle with feeling unproductive. I am only human. You know, we are um, emotional creatures. We will have amazing days. We will have lower days. We will have some days where we're just absolutely full to the brim with motivation, hard, like working hard. Um, and then there's other days where we're going to just want to slug around, sit in our sorrows, mope, and just not get the work done. But it's about being so extremely like committed to your goals that you're going to show up anyway okay like it's so so important that you um develop a level of commitment within yourself that will help you really push through these unproductive and off days um but some tips that i could give you to really help you sort of overcome these lower energy states is listen to a podcast you know pop on your most in, like your favorite podcast or someone that's really inspiring really motivating um really upbeat and have a listen to one of their episodes or a couple of their episodes really just to um, rejig your mindset you know get out of your own head get out of your own thoughts of unproductivity and low low vibe and and connect with the high vibe energy of someone else connect with um you know the words they have to say be inspired by them absorb them like feed off what they're giving you feed feed off the content that they're providing you other than that you could always go for a walk or you could go for a swim i find that getting out in nature really helps me shift my mindset. So if you're having an unproductive day, stop what you're doing, get outdoors, go for a walk in nature, sit under a tree or go for a swim in the water and refresh yourself, refresh your mind, your energy, like just sit off technology and just like absorb the energy from around you in nature. And then when you come back inside, you will have a fresh state of mind to be able to tackle whatever it is that you needed to get done that you were like struggling to um, work on that day. Really, it's just about changing your state of mind and your state of being. I think that's the biggest thing is change your physical state, okay? So like literally, like the whole thing about mindset and productivity is we want to get our energy into a place that is going to help us be productive. So if you're feeling unproductive, you're feeling low vibe, the simple solution is to change your state, move your body, you know, go for a run, go for a walk, go to the gym, put on some tunes and just have a little boogie, you know, because when you physically change your um your your physical state, it's going to have a positive impact on your mindset as well. You know, it's going to get you moving, it's going to get your blood flowing, it's going to change the way in which you've been sitting in your body and really, really activate you to want to go and do more. Okay, so um, that's probably like some really good advice I can give you is change your state because you know what they say, change your state, change your mind, where your energy focus goes, like that's where it's going to flow. So if you're sitting in an unproductive, slumped, victimized state, get yourself up, move yourself around, have a bit of a jump, change your energy, lift that vibration up, and then sit back down and smash out whatever it is you need to do. And on that note, literally, like if you're having a really unproductive or off day, um, but you do need to get some work done as well, 
commit to a minimum of one hour of productivity in that day. You know, create yourself a power hour, plan out what work you need to do, sit down, put on a timer on your phone, turn off all distractions and just absolutely smash that workout really, really hard across that hour. And then you're going to be boosting your spirit anyway, because you're going to feel like you've accomplished something and you're going to then feel like you've been more productive with your day. And you might find that you actually are going to get more work done after that. But even if you don't, at least you got a minimum of one hour of productivity done within that day. So that's still some form of progress opposed to if you just let the day go to waste. And then the final thing on that, literally have so many tips for you guys, would be just revisit your why. You know, if you're having a really unproductive or off day, sit down and reflect on why it is you're doing everything you're doing. Reflect on your vision, where you want to be, where you want to go, you know, and and really sit in visualization and connect with the emotions of being in the place that you um, desire to be. You know, and what that's going to do is that's going to remind you, okay, this is why I need to show up for myself today. This is why I have to do my daily activity or I've got to do my messages or I've got to do that live on Instagram or I've got to do some work on that assignment. You know, like it's all contributing to getting you to that final destination you want to be at. So just revisit your why and really sit in visualization for a moment if you can. Alrighty. So I hope that answers that question for you guys. So the next question that was then sent in was suggestions on how to deal with the bad days and negative thoughts. Okay, so this will be very, very similar to what we just spoke about. Um, Obviously, you know, this is a matter of we need to build your mindset so it can be you can be mentally resilient. And when you do have a bad day or you do have a negative thought, you get into this state where you're able to switch that to be more empowering, to be more positive, to be more high vibe. Um, So that's the first thing is choose to switch your perspective. So what you need to do is become really self-aware. You need to become self-aware enough where you can go, okay, um, this is how I'm feeling or this is how I'm thinking, but I know this isn't serving me right now. So I'm going to intentionally switch this. I'm going to intentionally shift out of this place of being. Okay, it's not always easy, particularly given the different scenarios you might be in, the different experiences you might be going through, but just know that it is a choice. It's a choice that you get to make as to whether or not you're going to switch your perspective from being in a negative place to a positive place. And I'll tell you what, guys, it is completely possible. I mean, me personally, I've gone through so much this year, but yet people still constantly say to me, oh my gosh, you're such a positive person. You're such this. You're always happy, la-di-da-di-da. And yes, I, I, I am a very positive person. I'm very an optimistic person. I show up in a high vibe state all the time, but that doesn't mean I don't have shit going on, you know? Like, I've gone through shit. I've um, experienced some major emotional hurdles this year, but I choose through no matter, no matter what it is that comes my way, I choose to switch my perspective because I know sitting in a victim mindset, falling down into a negative space isn't going to benefit me. It just isn't going to benefit me. What is it going to bring to me? What am I going to gain from victimizing myself or talking negatively to myself or um, feeling or sitting in sorrow, you know, if I don't have to be? So I just make that choice to intentionally shift my perspective. So I'll sit down and be like, okay, this is what I'm going through. This is what I'm dealing with. This ain't serving me. How do I want to feel? How do I want to be? I'm going to do that. I'm going to I'm going to make that change. I'm going to choose intentionally to make that shift within myself, to shift my perspective. The way that we experience life 
is dictated by the small choices we make. The small choices we make, the, the way we choose to respond to things, the way we choose to embody certain emotions, you know? like So it's a matter of being strong enough within yourself and resilient enough within yourself that no matter what it is that's happening, you realize you can change the way you're going to respond or feel about something and then you make that switch within your perspective. Some things that might help you to do so are gratitudes and affirmations. I've spoken about these before, like none of this is new info to you guys, but I'm repeating it all because this is the stuff that you need to hear and you need to hear it and hear it and hear it and hear it until it sinks in and you start applying it, okay? So if you're wanting to switch your perspective, uh, particularly on bad days and when you're having negative thoughts, look for things to be grateful for. There's always things to be grateful for, whether they're big or small, And the whole thing about switching your perspective is going, okay, yes, this negative thing is happening to me right now, but I have this and this and this and this and this, all positive things that I can be grateful for. And if I just shifted my energy to focus on them instead, think about the absolute change that it's going to make for your overall happiness, your overall productivity, all of that. And the same with affirmations. Like literally, you're having negative thoughts, replace those thoughts with positive ones in that moment. Work on your self-awareness so you can identify when these thoughts are happening and you can um, switch yourself out of them in that moment. Have some affirmations that you say to yourself every single day. You know, this is something I'm helping my little brother with at the moment now. Like I've introduced him to affirmations so that he can every single day wake up. He's got his little morning routine now. Like he listens to some Tony Robbins. He's 16, by the way, guys. So if he's doing this at 16, you can do it wherever you are in your journey. He'll wake up, he'll listen to some Tony Robbins, he'll do his little five minute meditation and then he'll look himself in the mirror and repeat his affirmations as many times as he can. So then he's intentionally framing his mindset to be in a positive place from the start of the day. I promise you it's going to make a world of a difference for you. So just dedicate your time to doing that. Be intentional about it. That's everything to do with self-growth. It requires intentionality. It's not just going to happen on its own. You have to put in the work. You have to put in the energy. You have to put in the time and you have to show up for yourself. Be intentional about that, guys. I hope that point sunk through to you. Um, Some other things you can do, like I already mentioned in the previous question, like if you're having a bad day or negative thoughts, put some positive music on. I've got a fun little Spotify playlist that I made, which is... um, which is uh, all positive songs. I think I'll pop it in my link tree if you guys would really like that. And you can um, download it and listen to the happy music I listen to. Just feed yourself with positivity. If you're listening to sad, miserable songs all day, like what sort of effect do you think that's going to have on your energy? Of course, it's going to have a heavier impact on your energy. It's going to drag you down. So make sure that the, the things that you're consuming visually audibly you know um or reading or whatever it may be make sure it's going to contribute to the outcome that you want make sure it's framing your mind training your mind programming your mind to be in a positive and empowered place and then of course you can do something you love go for an exercise go out in nature go for a swim 
or even sit down and journal to work through them. I think this is a great one for if you deal with negative thoughts um, or even negative days, like sit down first thing in the morning, start writing out like what are the feelings you're feeling? Why are you feeling that way? How are they serving you or how are they not serving you? And how can you um, change these to be more empowering and more positive and, and lead to a better outcome? You know, that's like, it's, it's all self-awareness, guys. You just got to identify the things that are going on within your mind, the thoughts you're having, the, the, the feelings you're experiencing, see if they are benefiting you and if they're not be intentional, intentional about shifting them to be more empowering and to be more beneficial for you. So I hope that answers that question for you. Um, what a great question. I'm loving these so far, guys. I'm really enjoying responding these to these for you, and I hope you're enjoying them too. We do have um, a few more questions to go, so hang in there. I hope you're loving this episode so far, though. Alrighty, so the next question is, um, what are ways to remove negative, uh, negative thoughts from your mind to create a more positive outlook? Okay, so like I just said, acknowledge why the negative thoughts aren't serving you. Actually, no, backtrack. Step number one, acknowledge what the negative thought is. Be clear on what the thought is specifically. Where does it come from? Um, What is is it? What is the limiting belief? What is the self-doubt? What is the negative language you're using with yourself? Step number two is then acknowledge why these negative thoughts aren't serving you in any way. Why isn't it serving you? How is it holding you back? What is it preventing you from going out and, achi- and achieving? And then the next step is switch this thought to be from a negative and disempowering place to be a thought that is going to serve you in a more empowering and positive way. So if you have, if you have a limiting belief that um, maybe you don't think that you can do something, well, why do you think you can't do something? Is it because you lack the skill or is it because you lack the knowledge or is it because you just are full of self-doubt? Okay, and then switch that thought from I can't do something to I can do this. I am capable of doing this. I am confident that I can do this. So what do I need to do to enable myself to be able to achieve this? What skills can I start practicing? What what knowledge can I start acquiring? What what books or podcasts can I listen to or read so then I can gain the knowledge and the skills I need to be able to do it absolutely every single limiting belief you have every single self-doubt you have is something that you can overcome I've said this before that either you have that belief because you simply it's a psychological thing you just lack the mindset or because you lack the skill set to achieve it Both of these things, psychology and skill, are things that you can acquire, okay? So all you need to do is figure out what it is you're lacking and how you can acquire that, how you can gain that, what actions you can take. And don't be lazy. Don't be lazy. This is something as well. People are like, okay, well, I can't do this because I lack the skills. Well, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to go do to go get those skills? What actions can you take? Don't sit there and complain that you can't do something or you lack um, having the skills for something, but then not actually take action towards changing that. Again, I told you, everything takes intentionality. So um, if you're in a negative, out, uh, a, negative, a negative mindset at the moment, 
you're filled with limiting beliefs or whatever it may be, acknowledge the thoughts, acknowledge why you have them, acknowledge why they aren't serving you and replace them with an empowering belief. In place, replace them with the conviction that you can do anything that you set your mind to. It's just a matter of taking actions towards doing it. Okay, and the thing is, guys, we attract more of what we focus on. We attract more of what we focus on. So if you are constantly focusing on a negative mindset, on a negative outlook towards life, that is what you're going to attract more of. So like I said, make that choice to switch your perspective because as soon as you start to switch your perspective and your thoughts and your mindset to be more positive, you're going to start attracting more of that. And the more and the more and the more of it that you focus on, the more you attract of it, the easier it's going to become to create that as your reality. Whereas if you're constantly staying in this place of self-doubt, these negative thoughts, these um, sort of victim mindsets, that's what you're going to attract more of. And then it's going to become harder and harder to climb out of that. So make the choice, make the decision to shift your mindset and start being intentional about the actions you're taking to do whatever it takes to get you to that place, okay? So I hope that answers that question for you as well. I got a bit intense there, didn't I? But like I was saying, um, go back to day two of the Empower Challenge and um, probably just go through all my IGTVs and rewatch them all because a lot of these topics I did cover across the um, challenge. So I think they'll be very beneficial for you to rewatch, reconsume the information I've given you and um, go forward from there. So the next question is, in relation to day 11, once you have defined and visualized your goals, how do you keep them in mind or stay focused on them as you continue progressing forward? I mean, you said the answer in that question yourself. The word visualize is key, okay guys? So once you've defined and visualized your goals and you've started taking action towards working towards them, continue to visualize them continue to come back to them on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, whatever it is that you need to do, continually get back to that place of visualization. Think about, okay, what's my future going to look like? Where am I going to be? What car am I going to drive? What house am I going to live in? What am I going to be doing? Who am I going to be impacting? What's my financial status going to be? All of this, like visualize in such great detail everything it is that you want to achieve and constantly go back to that place because it's about creating an emotional connection with that thought, with that goal. And when you can become emotionally and physically invested into your goal, it'll be so much easier to stay focused on them and stay on track with them. And this is something that I'm actually teaching inside my um, four-week goal-setting program. I'm actually running through on how you guys can stay focused on your goals and really connect deeper to that place of visualization and stay on track with everything, um, even after the whole hype of it has faded. So if that's something that you're struggling with, then I would definitely recommend um, jumping into my link tree and scheduling your one-on-one consultation for the New Year New Mindset program um, because we can have a chat about your goals and I can tell you more about obviously how that program will help benefit you in overcoming that sort of hurdle that you might be having. So I hope that answers that question for you. I absolutely love the topic of goals and um, being able to help people really create structure and systems around how to go about committing and seeing them through. 
Okay, I'm going to have another sip of water because my mouth is really dry. So one more moment. Thank you, guys. Okay, so the next question was, what was the biggest thing that made you shift your mindset? Realizing that self-belief is power. The biggest thing that made me shift my mindset was realizing that self-belief is power. Write that down. If you have a pen and paper right now, write down the words, self-belief is power. Because it is. When you have confidence and you have conviction within yourself, when you have the complete and utter total belief that you can accomplish whatever it is that you're setting out to do, you will do it. You will get it done. Whether it takes you a year, 10 years, 100 years, hopefully not that long. But no matter how long it takes you, as long as you have the self-belief that you can achieve it, you will end up accomplishing it. Self-belief is honestly a superpower, but it's a superpower that everyone has within them. You just have to tap into it. You have to grow your mindset so that you can get to a state of complete confidence within yourself. And look, even even if you do have complete confidence in yourself, there will be limiting beliefs that do creep in from time to time, but you have the ability, you have the strength to be able to overcome them in that moment, okay? So the biggest thing that made me shift my mindset was realizing that absolutely anything I want to achieve, I can achieve if I believe in myself and then take aligned action towards doing it, okay? So I dare you to dream big. If you can dream it, you can do it. Okay, you can dream it, you can do it, guys. Like, like, hear me now, hear me right here, right now. If you can dream it, you can freaking go do it. Okay, the only person who can stop you from doing whatever the heck you want to do, from achieving whatever it is you want to achieve, is yourself. Okay, so make sure you build yourself up. You grow the muscle of your mind. You grow your strength, you know, your, your mental strength to a point where your self-belief is just unshakable and you realize that you have the power within you to be unstoppable. You've just got to tap into it. You've just got to tap into the potential that you already have inside you. And that's what I'm determined to help people do, you know? That's what I'm making my life mission is to help people realize that they are limitless and they can absolutely accomplish anything they want to achieve in this life. So um, the, the definitely the biggest thing that made me shift my mindset was realizing that self-belief is power and then running with that, you know, absolutely running with that. The next question was, what was the most challenging thing to overcome? So this one for me, would be, uh, it was tr- learning to trust my intuition. That was the biggest challenge that I had to overcome was learning to trust my intuition um, when I was torn between uh, whether I stay at uni and work, if I continue working in architecture, like if I continue following that path, or if I follow my gut and chase this dream, chase this goal I have around the podcast and my coaching business and run with that instead. So It's always scary to have to put your trust into the unknown. But the thing is, life is so unknown. Life is so unpredictable. We don't just have a clear path, like a clear script all written out to tell us exactly how the story is going to go. But we have our gut instincts. And so you have two ways of like thinking and feeling. You have your mind and you have your gut. 
okay? Your mind is very logical. Your mind is going to overanalyze things and your mind is always going to be in survival mode, right? So if there's something unknown, there's something scary, there's something um, new that is popping up, your mind is going to really overanalyze it, right? And, 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 and highlight all of the possible dangers or risks that are involved with it. Whereas your gut, your gut is more so aligned with your intuition, your emotions. Um, your gut is your gut is really your emotional compass. You know, it knows what you should do, even when your brain is telling you what you shouldn't do. Okay, so keep that in mind. Is that your brain is very much like um, very, very, very uh, overthinks. Um, will be very, very logical, analyze everything extremely, whereas your gut feeling is your emotional compass. And so what I um, found the most challenging thing to do was to detach from the uh, thoughts I was having within my mind. I'm such an overthinker. I was overanalyzing absolutely everything. I was like, oh my gosh, but these are all the risks, this and that and this and that. And I had to learn to put my trust in my intuition to follow my gut, to follow that deeper sense of knowing. And that was the biggest challenge for me, you know, to take that risk, to put my, um, to take the risk to, to jump into the unknown and just follow the tugs that I was having deep within. And doing so made me realize that I needed to live my life on my terms more and not to please others. Um, because I feel like my logic was telling me, no, stay in uni. It's the safest option. You've already got a job. You know, you it's a it's a clear it's a clear path. Like you know exactly where you'll be in life. You'll be in the office and this and that and this and that. But then, like me deep down, I wanted to live life on my own terms. I didn't want to just do my degree because it would make my parents happy. I didn't want to just stay in my job because it meant I wasn't disappointing my boss. I had to like have the courage to be able to go, no, I actually need to live my life on my own terms. I need to stop trying to please other people and I need to listen to what my intuition is telling me. And I'm telling you what, guys, when I made that shift, when I made that decision, when I went with my gut and I just believed in myself, that is where everything changed. So really, really have courage in yourself um, and have trust within yourself to listen to your intuition and listen to your gut and not allow your brain to just overthink and overanalyze everything. Yeah, so I hope um, that helps you guys. Like my biggest challenge was definitely um, learning to trust my intuition and realizing that I need to live my life on my terms and not to please other people. So if you're if you can relate to that at all, like I hope that helps you and I hope that helps you on your journey and becoming more connected with what you truly want to be doing or pursuing. So the next question was, we've got a lot of questions to do with perspective. So obviously that's something I might need to do a podcast episode on in the near future. Um, so the next question was, how do you broaden your perspective on something? Do you just think it or what? So like I've chatted about briefly on this call already, perspective is how we see things. It's how we perceive things, right? It's, it's the lens we view our lives through. So if you are someone who is very half up, um, glass half empty rather than glass half full, your perspective is going to be a lot more negative and you're going to see things through a more limited mindset. So what we want to do is discipline your mindset to be very open-minded, um, have positive thoughts, 
be very, very um, empowered, you know? So discipline your mindset um, in order to be half, very glass half full, right? And and this way we can allow our thoughts to influence how we view the world and view it in a positive light opposed to a negative light. And again, guys, it literally comes back to making that decision, making that choice consciously within yourself to shift from being, you know, wearing negative sunglasses to wearing positive sunglasses. Literally think of it like that. Your perspective is the sunnies that you're wearing, right? If you're wearing um, negative lenses, every situation you come across, every single um, experience you have is going to be tinted by the negativity. But if you're wearing positive sunglasses, every single experience you have, every single challenge you come across, no matter good or bad, like it's always going to be tinted with that positive lens, which is what we want because then that's going to allow us to see the good in all situations, see the learning experiences that are presented to us, see opportunities for growth, abundance, um, empowerment, all of that. So it's all it's it's really all about just taking on an abundance mindset, right? And and I spoke about this before, just work on becoming identified on the thoughts that you're having in those moments and simply choosing to think differently okay because what you think is what you attract so it's going to take practice to really condition yourself to be a positive thinking person but it's possible and it's so doable you just have to put the time and the attention intentionality into it again so I'm repeating myself a bit here guys for you but um I hope that you're picking up the important information and realizing that, I mean, the reason why I'm repeating it is because this is this is what you need to be doing, you know? So the next question then was, how do you differentiate between your own values and the values that were built into you by others? Now, this is a really good question because we all have um, different values that have been impressed upon us by the people that we were brought up by by our parents, by our family, by our loved ones, by our friends, you know, like across our life, we have been shaped by the values that other people press on us as well. But it's important you do differentiate between your values and the values of other people. It's okay to share values with other people as long as they truly align with you and you truly do believe in them. Um, If you're just embodying and living a life based off other people's values, just because that's what they've said to do, then that requires a lot of change to happen like you need to take action you need to change that because like I said you need to live your life and if you're living a life that is misaligned with your true values and you're simply living them because they are the values that someone else has pressed onto you then you've got to change that so the way to differentiate between your values and the values of others that probably aren't serving you is through self-reflection and self-awareness again like self-reflection and self-awareness is literally everything and I think a great way to do this is to kind of like explore, okay, well, what are the values that I currently have, you know, and is this because someone else told me I should believe it or is it because I deeply do believe it? You know, what are the belief systems that you have? What are the things you believe? What are the sort of paradigms that you live by? Like, what are the truths that you um, live your life by? And then just question, do you believe this? Are you embodying this? Because you deeply, deeply, deep down do believe it or because someone told you should believe it, because someone told you that this is how it should be. Okay, so just just do that sort of self-reflection and that sort of self-awareness. Um, and a great way to really become clear on your values as well is to, I like to kind of reflect on what my passions are. You know, what are the things that I enjoy doing? What are the things that I want to prioritize more? What, are the, what is the sort of person that I want to be? 
and see how you can start fitting these into your life more and also comparing them uh, against how it is you might be behaving or the things you might be doing and saying, well, uh, are my values aligned with my passions or are my values aligned with someone else's passions and beliefs? That's what it comes down to at the end of the day, the beliefs that you hold and just being clear on the fact whether do you believe this because you choose to believe it or do you believe it because you've been told to believe it? So again, it's just a lot of self-reflection, a lot of self-awareness, and a lot of self-exploration. If you would like an episode that is more um, in-depth on all of that, I do have a guest episode coming up where we talk about values, but I will also do a solo episode if that's something that you guys would love. Now, oh my god, wow, this has literally been like a 43-minute audio already, but we are up to the final question now. I apologize for the length of this episode, but I really did just want to be able to fully dive in and help you guys as much as I can with um, these responses to each of these questions. So the final question was, how do you stay in a positive mindset so often? Again, guys, this is another one of those questions that I've sort of already touched on. It's a decision I make. It's a decision I make. I am intentional about daily. I wake up and I choose to be positive. I choose to um, be optimistic. I choose to um, feel empowered to look at the opportunities that are ahead in the day, you know, rather than the lack of. I'm not a 100% positive person. Like, I go through stuff. I go through shit. I have my low days. I have my low moments. For Christ's sake, my my hormones. Like, I PMS, guys. I get moody too. I don't feel 100% motivated and empowered all the time. But I choose to make the decision to, in those moments of um, low energy, of low vibe, to shift out of it. To lift myself out of it. To pick myself up and rise above it. I choose to embody higher vibe energy despite the situations that I'm going through because I know that negativity, negative energy, low vibrations do not serve me. They simply do not serve me. So why would I worship them or welcome them into my life? And you guys need to ask yourself the same. Why do you allow yourself to sit in a negative state of being if it's not contributing to you in any positive way? Why do you choose to stay in that state of being? Why do you choose to sit in those emotions when you can simply make the choice to shift out of it? That's all it takes, making the decision, making the decision on a daily basis to make the shift until it becomes second nature, until it comes to you with ease, okay? I will always find a way to shift myself out of my negative mindset and it's so important that you guys are doing the same as well. If there is one thing that I wanted you guys to take away from this episode, it's that you get to make the decision of how you want to think and feel. You know, like no matter what it is that you're thinking, whatever limiting belief you have, whatever negative thoughts you're experiencing, whatever it is you're going through, you always get to make the decision to shift your energy and shift your mindset to be in a place that's going to serve you much more then, you know, serve you in a way that's going to contribute to getting to where you want to be. So that wraps up all the questions from that Q&A. I really, really enjoyed um, responding to them for you guys. I hope you've enjoyed um, the answers and you've enjoyed listening to this. Um, And yeah, let me know if you want any more Q&As. We can do them more regularly and even have them as um, a little bit shorter episodes. But I hope you have absolutely taken everything you'd hope to away from this episode, um, this little bonus episode. And I will see you guys very, very soon for our next solo pep talk. 
But if you want to see more from the podcast in the meantime, just jump onto my podcast Facebook community group. That's where it all goes down. That's where all the bonus content is. Uh, You can dive deeper into any conversations, ask any questions, and we can explore them further. So I'm going to cap this here, guys. But until next time, keep it real. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into my real-time podcast. I have had so much fun making this and I hope this has been able to help you in some way. If you enjoyed this podcast, remember to share it with someone who may be in need of hearing it. My goal with this channel is to bring you guys content of real value. So help me share this message and share this podcast by screenshotting it and tagging me on your stories. By doing so, you'll be doing your part in helping me build this platform and build a space where people can listen, can grow and can overcome whatever obstacles are getting in the way of their success. But that starts with you guys. Tag me at emilyjane.dm in your stories and hashtag realtime and I'll be sure to reshare you on my page. Thank you so much again, guys, for listening in today. Your support honestly means the world to me. So until next time, keep it real.